Hello and welcome to the Reading Ramble. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to be looking at this year's Lancashire Book of the Year Award. Lancashire Book of the Year is the longest running re- uh, young people's regional book award in the country. The award remains one of the few book awards in which young people themselves are solely responsible for choosing both the shortlist and the overall winning book. And last week, we hosted our first Lancashire Book of the Year Meet the Author event. Schools from around Lancashire came to UCLan in Preston and had the opportunity to hear from some of the shortlisted authors in person and on video and have their books signed uh, and get the chance to speak to those authors. On this episode, I'm going to be joined by Tom to talk about this year's book award, what that process looks like, and find out a bit more about what happens next. I hope you enjoy this episode. So um, I'm here with Tom to talk about um, this year's Lancashire Book of the Year Meet the Author event. Uh, Hi Tom, how are you? Hello there, Robin. Uh, I'm pretty good, thank you. Uh, still probably a little bit tired after after last Friday's event. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm good. How, how are you? Good, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was it was a long, uh, what, 20, well, it was a long couple of weeks organi- uh, putting it all together and uh, well, working on it for several months, really, but it sort of the, yeah, the, it all comes together in the last week or so, doesn't it? And there was a lot of uh, last-minute adjustments and uh, it was a busy day, but it was really good. It was really fun. Yeah, definitely. Are there any other uh, anything now that we are a week removed, um, or a few days removed, that uh, stands out to you as uh, that you're particularly relieved to have got through? Um, yeah, I mean, let's see. Just, just getting everything done and like knowing, uh, like that none of the fears from the back of your head about little things that you may might have missed mm-hmm. none of that materialized i can't it, like everything seemed to go 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 all right um so then otherwise um obviously you and i presented it uh for the first time um and so i, I think i think we did a, a pretty good job of doing that um the authors uh, were lovely um so obviously you want to extend a thank you to, to to all four of the authors who joined us on the day so uh naomi gibson Karen david amy mccaw and cynthia murphy um and of course to uh sarah milano who joined us via a live link up the first time we've done that at one of these events uh, as well as the other authors who who submitted videos and and provided uh, words for us to to read out on the day to the students yeah yeah it was um it was great to have uh, th- this kind of event which we normally run annually and haven't been able to do for the last couple of years due to you know obvious reasons um it was great to be back in a room with people able to celebrate such a, a fantastic um award scheme but i think yeah we should probably uh, take it back to the beginning and explain what what we did last Friday, what the Meet the Author event actually was and how it fits within this year's Lancashire Book of the Year. Do you want to sort of explain where we, how we got up to this stage? Yeah, of course. So, um, so the Meet, well, 
starting off Lancashire Book of the Year is this this, this award scheme that's uh, annually uh, voted for by uh, school children from secondary schools across Lancashire um, in order to choose what they believe is the best book published uh, for a for their age group uh, in the UK last year. Um, and so the Meet the Author event was an opportunity for uh, those children, those student judges, to, as it says in the title, meet the author. Um, so we invited uh, the authors along um, to tell us a bit about their books um, and to uh, answer questions put to them by the student judges um, and all manner of things that they, that they ended up asking about. In fact, we had so many questions, we had to tack on an, an extra Q&A session, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, it was great. And we, we didn't know what to expect because sometimes with, with events like this, with both with both um, young people and adults as well, you can sometimes throw out questions and just see people looking around, <laughs> um, complete uh, tumbleweed. But it was, yeah, it was great. It was, I think we... Sort of, we asked the first first question to sort of kick things off, and looked out at the room, and there was just hands everywhere. So, it was yeah, it was yeah. so good to see. Um, we should of course, course mention. Go on, go on. Sorry, and I was going to say as well, it's not. It wasn't even just the quantity of the questions; the quality of questions was was pretty good as well. Um, I think you could tell that that a number of the of the the uh, students had uh, had prepared um, and had really thought about what they wanted to ask. And so, yeah, I think there was some. Some just some really good questions that got some really um, interesting answers out of our authors. Yeah, and and at this stage as well, it's important to note that they've got a few months left before they have to vote. So, for many of them, they might not have read all. Of, well, certainly won't have read all of the shortlist, and might only have read a few of the books on the shortlist because we've got we've got twelve books on there, um, and they've had the shortlist with them for I don't know maybe six weeks now, something like that. So they'll be working their way through them, but um, for them to have such uh, really thought through questions was uh, it was really good to see um and uh and the, the authors i think appreciated that as well because they must be asked the same thing um all the time yeah yeah Quest- questions that can challenge them a little bit uh, i think it was always good uh, and obviously sometimes the authors had uh, had their you know allowed the authors to kind of um you know, be themselves with the questions as well. You know, there's a great variety in how the how the authors answered, and you know, uh, a fair few kind of funny little asides in there as well, which uh, which everybody enjoyed. Um, but then, yeah, besides the besides the questions and uh, and all that, then yeah, it was an opportunity for the students to you know get their books signed by by these authors that they uh, that they either have been reading or are about to read, and uh, and just kind of had their own little moments with them as well, asking them little little things kind of one to one, or or getting a sort of lots of people taking their selfies with the authors and things as well. Um, as well as an opportunity for the the schools themselves to kind of just like approach the authors and 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 just tell them about you know how much they've been enjoying stuff or try to arrange future kind of events uh, for themselves as well. Yeah, and I think that's important to to note is the impact or the role that the teachers and the school librarians have in this process. Um, you know, we want we'd like to think that um, it, it would just be natural that the, the kids will pick those books up and read them, but I think. The, the engagement of those those members of school staff is really important, um, both helping them to formulate those questions that we were talking about, because um, I'm sure that that comes from d- 
discussion work and uh, conversations that they have in the classroom, but also just guiding them through the process because you know it, it's it is they have to understand what the process is. They start with a long list of a lot of books. So there's how many books was on the long list this year? This year it was a lot, wasn't it? Yeah, so um, the last time I looked, uh, it, it seemed to be 92 books altogether on the long list. And so each school yeah. receives about 25, 30 of those, don't they? And they, they, they yeah, shortlist their right. favourites. I think, it, it, yeah, exactly. It may, it may be a bit of an ask to uh, get the students to read all 90 plus books <laughs> at time. So, yeah. so, yeah, you're right. It's divided to like 25, 30 books for, to each of the schools and then... Uh, and there's like you know twenty to thirty schools taking part as well. Um, so then yes, whichever one of those or whichever ones of those books I should say uh, get the most votes go onto our shortlist uh, in order to determine the eventual winner. Yeah. So as you mentioned before, we were joined in person by four of the authors. Um, uh, I think we should probably say that some of the authors were, were based in the states, and you know there's fairly obvious reasons why. They might not have been able to join us on the day. Um, and some of the other UK-based authors, um, you know, have, have day jobs and re- other reasons to not be able to join us. So we were really pleased that we were able to get uh, four of them there with us. And we were also, as you mentioned, joined on a, a sort of video link-up um, by a, another one, Sarah Milano. So it was really great to hear from, from those authors. They each got a sort of 10-minute window to talk about their books Um explain what it means to be shortlisted for such an award and um, what may be their inspirations for their writing the books. And that was, I thought, one of the highlights of the day is hearing them, their, all, their own different stories. So, uh, for example, Naomi um, talked about how she feels it's important for her to represent girls in STEM um, roles in her books, which I think is uh, a really a, a great message to uh, portray in a book. Um, and we also had one of a former Lancashire Book of the Year uh, winner as well, didn't we? In Karen David, who'd won the award yeah. about ten years ago, I think. And so for her, it was uh, fantastic to come back and uh, sort of revisit that um, really uh, successful um, uh, award in in her career. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, she was telling us about how much how much she had really enjoyed it the last time that she'd. Uh, that she'd been nominated and, and eventually won. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe you would enjoy something that you won pretty easily. But uh, but yeah, she was telling us about uh, yeah a big factor in in her you know really supporting the these awards is is just how how well uh, she she thought that they were all organised um, you know in previous uh, years and and how much the how much the fact that the student judges are you know the actual intended audience of these books so yes yeah, so it's so the authors all really love the fact that the award is uh, voted for by the intended readers of their books um so it's it's just a you know really lovely kind of affirmation that what they're doing and why they're doing it is just it's just working it's 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 going well yeah definitely i think it's you know it's always nice to win something um and if you're judged by professionals in that field that must be absolutely fantastic but if you are yeah if you're if your your judges are your intended audience, that's that's quite special, I think. Um, so as we said, we we have um, four of the authors with us, so we had we did take the opportunity to to speak to them and 
um, asked them for some for some comments on, on that we were recorded. So I think this is probably a good point for us to to hear from those four authors now. So Naomi, how does it feel being nominated for Lancashire Book of the Year? Um, it's absolutely amazing. It's my first nomination, um, and I'm so excited to to be here um, and to think that the students who I'm going to be chatting to today were the ones that voted for me uh, to make the long list. Um, it's it's the best feeling. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so, uh, what's your favourite way to read? Um, my favourite way to read, I love to read a physical book. Digital is not really for me, sorry everyone. Um, I love to read a hard copy and I love to read in bed. Um, so sometimes on a Sunday, if I've not got much on, I'll probably stay in my pyjamas most of the day and read a good book. Um, that's my perfect Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And so, finally, any quick words for our student judges? Um, yeah, absolutely. So reading is so personal. It's so, such a, a personal experience just for you. And if you find a book that um, you think is really special and speaks to you and makes you feel less alone, um, that's the one you should vote for, regardless of who it is, even though my book's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much. So, Karen, how does it feel to be nominated for Lancashire Book of the Year? I was really excited. This is actually an award that I won before with my very, very first book. So I know how long the long list is and how special it is to be chosen out of all those books. It really makes you feel like it's um, just a vote of confidence and uh, just lovely. So what's your favorite way to read? I think on holiday. I, when I was a kid, my mum used to put a load of books from the library into a bag. Uh, we hadn't seen these books. We used to go off on holiday and then we'd kind of dip into this bag throughout the whole holiday. And I still kind of do that. And uh, I just think, you know, it's an extra level of relaxation if you can escape while you're in ho on holiday into a book. Oh, and finally, any quick words for our student judges? So I remember from uh, ages ago when I've been shortlisted for this before, that um, being told that actually being a judge is a really good way to hone your debating skills because you have to persuade the other judges that the book that you really love is the rightful winner. So it's not just about reading, it's also about your powers of persuasion and the way that you're going to argue for whichever book you choose. Excellent. Thank you very much. So, Cynthia, how does it feel to be nominated for Lancashire Book of the Year? It is absolutely brilliant. Um, I first found out on Twitter, so I was tagged into it, and I emailed my publishers really excitedly, and they said, we've just had the same email. Um, I am from Bury, so historically Lancashire through and through. So I went to college in Bury, grew up there. So this is a really, really special award for me to be nominated for, to think that teenagers all across Lancashire are reading the way that I used to read um, is amazing. Excellent. And so what's your favourite way to read? I like to read in one big greedy gulp. So I love when I open a book and I can't physically move until it's finished. Or if I have things to do, I carry it around like it's a baby <laughs> because I just I might sneak one more page in or one more chapter. So I love the books that allow me to just get completely carried away for a day. And finally, any quick words for our student judges? Yeah, I think um, reading is really special and reading is for you. And I know at the moment there's a lot of stuff on TikTok about how you have got to annotate books and you've got to stick colourful tabs in and make them look beautiful and have these opinions. Actually, it's fine to just read a book and let it go. So if that's not your thing, don't feel pressured that you've got to read in a certain way. You do it however you want. 
Oh, amazing. Thank you very much. So, Amy, how does it feel to be nominated for Lancashire Book of the Year? Um, I was absolutely amazed when I got the email. My publisher immediately said that it's one of their favourite awards. Um, and when I read into it and found that it's actually the teenagers that read my book that nominated me and all choose the final winner, I was just so excited. It means a lot. And to be on the list with those authors as well, when I saw people like Cynthia Murphy and Naomi Gibson, who are real favourites of mine, it was absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, I, I was just amazed and I really appreciate it. Excellent. So what's your favourite way to read? Um, I read anywhere that I can squeeze into my day. Um, so I listen to audiobooks when I'm doing other tasks. Um, I've got a Kindle when it's dark and I'm not actually allowed to read. I'm still reading anyway. Um, but my favourite thing is probably to read a physical copy of a book somewhere really cosy where there's no distractions because um, I work and I've got a toddler and I write. I think that if I can really prioritise reading and have a time where it's just for me, um, just that I can enjoy and get lost in a world, um, that's my absolute favourite. Excellent. And then finally, any quick words for our student judges? Yeah, so I think if you're anything like me and you're involved in a book award, you've obviously got some interest in, in reading. Um, I would just say that you can get so much out of reading that um, make it a priority for you. If you enjoy it, um, you know, find time for it in your day. Um, if you're interested in becoming an author, I had absolutely no idea when I was your age that it was something that I could do um, until a little bit later. Um, Absolutely anybody can do this job and um, there's lots of ways into it um, and reading is absolutely the best preparation for that. So that was great. Thanks, uh, thanks for doing those recordings, Tom. It was, uh, it was good to hear from the authors uh, and be able to share some of those thoughts uh, with a wider audience as well because you know we had 200, 250 people in the room on, on Friday but it's nice to be able to, to share it with people that weren't able to be there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was also tricky finding a uh, finding a space that wasn't just busy and like a hive of activity as well. But uh, but yeah, it was good. Yeah. So I think um, we're going to hear as well from some of the student judges that we may managed to um, to catch on the day. Um, before we do, uh, they're going to be talking about which books they've they've read um, on the shortlist and um, some of their favourite places to read books. Um, I thought I would um, drop a question on you. Where's your favourite place to read a book? Uh, so, I think the, the first thing that comes to mind is, well, let's, let's say I've got three. So <laughs> one of them is obviously, uh, you know, real standard answer, uh, in bed. Yeah. It, it just, it, you know, helping you get to sleep, um, you know, having that habit and, and, you know, letting your eyes just slowly <laughs> relax as you drift off and you find that you accidentally drop your book on your face uh, you know all of that yeah. all of that experience is just great um, otherwise um, I think that um, a few times recently I've started um, like I didn't really I don't really have baths very often but when I do it's like right I'll take the book in with me and I'll be very very careful not to get my hands wet and again not to drop the book um, because uh, wet books are not good books. Um, and then finally, there's, there's a particular, like over the, over the pandemic, um, you know, especially in the lockdowns, um, there's a particular uh, room in my house where just the kind of glorious sunlight comes in through the window and just being able to kind of take a few hours of the day, maybe, um, even just a few minutes of the day to just relax in there uh, and have a bit of a read uh, was, was just, you know, always a really positive thing. Yeah. I think for me, um, the two that jump out immediately are, one, I love an audio book in the car. 
Um, I'll sometimes extend journeys um, if I'm enjoying something particularly. Um, so yeah, audiobooks in the car, and for some reason, um, reading on the beach, um, which I don't do very often. Um, I don't know. I might only go to the beach a couple of times a year, um, <laughs> and normally I'm on um, watching my son duty. Um, so. <laughs> making sure he doesn't drown. Um, <laughs> but if I get five, ten minutes, um, for some reason I, I really enjoy that. I don't know. Um, I don't know particularly. Yeah, um, yeah um, got to avoid the sandy pages. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I can imagine that being uh, just a really uh, just a really nice, relaxing way to just chill out and uh, and just enjoy the moment, really, as well. Yeah. Um, so, shall we introduce the... 12 titles of the shortlist, which we can provide a link to um, in the description of this this episode as well, um, where people can find those. But, yeah, do you want to go through those books that we've got on the shortlist this year? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, in no particular order, um, we've got uh, Everything I Thought I Knew uh, by Shannon Takeoka, Mina and the Undead by Amy McCaw, all American Boys by Jason Reynolds and Brendan Kiley. As Good as Dead by Holly Jackson. Uh, this Can Never Not Be Real by Sarah Milano. Last One to Die by Cynthia Murphy. What We're Scared Of by Karen David. The Crossing by Manjeet Man. Lies Like Wildfire by Jennifer Lynn Alvarez. This Poison Heart by Kaylin Bayron. As Far As You'll Take Me by Phil Stamper and Every Line of You by Naomi Gibson. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll put a link to that in the description of the episode so people will hopefully be able to uh, to find those on our catalogue and uh, give them a read. Um, it was, it was um, when you were reading through that, I was picturing each of the people, um, each of the authors mm-hmm. and their sort of the videos that they sent in and meeting them in person um, and some of the the videos that we got sent in were absolutely fantastic they were i think two or three of them were based in california and one of one of the authors was stood in a forest um with you know yeah. the wind howling around them but it was a uh, very evocative um uh, and um, it was great to hear from them and the various pronunciations of lancashire which uh yeah, yeah. tickled me <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely lancashire yeah <laughs> Um, so we're going to hear from a couple of the, the students, and um, when we come back, maybe uh, we can explain what the next steps in the Lancashire Book of the Year process are, um, and how we're going to get to deciding a winner. I read This, Cannot be ne- this Can Never Not Be Real by Sarah Milano, and I thought it was a really gripping story about five children who got caught up in a shooting during a festival. I thought it was a really entertaining book, and it was a really enjoyable read. Uh, I read This Poison Heart, which is a great story where, like, the re- reality mixes, like, uh, myth and uh, goddesses and things in, uh, what is it, Olympic myth. Um, so, yeah, it was very fun to read. All American Boys is uh, one I've read so far. I've cool. read This Poison Heart, Lies Like Wildfire. Every line of you and what we're scared of. <laughs> well remembered. So, uh, what's your favourite way to read? I do quite enjoy the sort of reading nature, like in some woods perhaps. I do quite enjoy that because it's more sort of quiet, I like it. Okay, you get much opportunity for that. 
Uh, yeah, because I'll shoot so there's some woods readily available to me, so... <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Either reading, like, in the middle of the night, or going on a run and stopping at a random bench somewhere and reading. Well, I, I certainly was not expecting those answers. <laughs> so, we're here again at Lancashire Book of the Year today. And so, uh, which of the books have you read from the shortlist? Uh, I've read This Poison Heart. Okay, excellent. And um, what's your favourite way to read? Um, I enjoy reading on the bus. On the bus? Okay. Is, have you got a long bus journey? It's like half an hour. Okay, so you managed to fit a good bit, a good chunk in there. Okay, that was that was great. Thank you very much again for uh, for getting the chance to record those uh, little vox pops um, with with the students. Um, as we mentioned before, uh, we're going to take the opportunity now just to explain quickly what happens next um, and how we eventually get to a winner. So, so what is the process now? So the next steps are for all of the student judges at the participating schools to read through the shortlist. Um, so yeah, there are 12 books on the shortlist. If they can't manage to get through all of them, then, then no worries. Um, you know, just read as many as they can. Um, but from now until early September, um, they'll be going through them, and at that point, we'll start asking them to submit their votes. Um, so we'll be sending out a, a link to them um, in order for them to, to put their favourites down. Um, and from those votes for their favourites, um, they will uh, eventually, on 30th of September, find out which book we've decided is the winner. Um, so we'll have our own little announcement uh, on the day, um, letting everybody know. Uh, and obviously it'll be quite exciting. Everybody will be kind of, you know, waiting with uh, with bated breath to find out what it is. Um, and so we'll hopefully be able to kind of uh, let the author know uh, as soon as possible and, uh, and uh, get their kind of... Uh, awards acceptance uh, sorted as well and even send send a prize to them i found out that um we found out where the trophy is uh, oh. the other day now uh <laughs> we've discovered it uh so yeah we'll be able to send that along to them and uh, and yeah uh, bring a bring a close to to what's always a, a really productive and uh and amazingly kind of useful uh kind of event and award scheme um, yeah. And what's utterly terrifying is that by the by the time that uh, we announce the winner of this year's award, we'll be well on with the next year's award. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be um, I'll be sending out emails to publishers uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, asking them for for their uh, submissions for for next year's long list, and uh, and yeah, we'll be uh, kind of finding out which schools are participating uh, next year as well. It's always a uh, you know quite a uh, quite a crowd of different schools who who want to take part, and so we you know we can't always uh, get every one of them um, participating. Um, so we you know we try to be fair with it, and uh, you know in certain cases it might be every two or three years that that, that they come back on board to to take part in it. Um, but yeah, we'll be uh, as you say starting the whole process again and yeah. finding out uh, who the winner of. Book of the year <laughs> and, ho and hopefully our, our, our plan is for next year to get back to a quote-unquote normal schedule as well because I think the, the la you know, last three years really have been affected by um, the pandemic and even this year when we've 
had a bit more of a a a, a normal schedule. We're, we're still pushing the release of the the winner till after the summer holidays, which is something that we normally try and announce at the beginning of July. So um, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to to, to get back to a, a standard kind of uh, schedule. So that'll be good to good to do as well, and um, maybe do a bit more uh, visiting the schools and uh, getting them engaged in the process in a different way. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. But yeah, as you say, getting getting things back to normal, um, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. I think technology has been an absolute, um, uh, you know, huge bonus for us. We've been able to to take a lot of learning from it, and we will continue to do so. Um, but I, I think Friday proved that there's uh, there's nothing quite like that kind of uh, event and the interaction that you can have with people. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And ju- just the connections that you can that you can make with people. Just being able to see people smiling faces. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's lovely. Well, thank you very much for joining me uh, today, Tom, to talk about Lancashire Book of the Year. No problem at all. Thanks for having me.